Hello, I'm joined by Colleen Steckel. Um, Colleen, uh, where in the world are you to start with? I'm in the US in Illinois. That's in the central Illinois. part of US. Brilliant. Um, do you want to thank you for taking part and joining us? Do you want to tell us a little bit about your briefly your sort of chronic illness journey and then maybe <laughs> a little bit about how grief has played a part in that journey for you? So I have sudden onset in me um, since 1989. So it's been a while. So more than half my life I've been ill. Um, I've been everywhere from severe to moderate. So at times I've been able to do a lot more than I can do now. So I'm fairly severe now. I don't drive. I don't leave the house much. Um, but my husband is awesome. Um, for those who probably already know, his name is David. And he's been, um, since retiring, he's been advocating with me uh, for ME. And so I, I've done a lot of advocacy over the years. Um, but yeah, so it's been 30, 34 years, 30, mm. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Mm. So that's that's it's a long time to kind of like live your life with a with a con an energy limiting yeah. condition, isn't it? So is yes is yeah, and 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 I guess for you, you've kind of gone through phases where you've had more energy and less energy, mm -hmm. and then and at particular times, other times where grief has been more significant in your life because of things that you've missed. Yes, absolutely. So, so. <laughs> With this disease, there's so many levels of grief. I mean, we grieve over, you know, losing the future we thought we were going to have and, you know, grieving over the things that we're not able to do. Like I, I have grief because I wasn't able to be with my mother as she died. So there's mm. just all these things that happen um, that trigger grief. But, but one of the things that um, after having been sick for so long is that I grieve spontaneity. I can't, I, I'm so required to live a very calm life with minimal outside kind of activity stuff, like going out, going to the movie, you know, all the things that you go out and do, um, I, I basically stop doing. I, I mean, I have a pretty good life. I'm not severe. I certainly, under, I mean, depends on how you level that, but there are people way worse off than I am. So I am very grateful mm. for all that I have, but, but I can't have spontaneity. I have to be really, really careful how I live my life and how many exciting things I do, e even like conversations like this, cause it, you know, the adrenaline mm. rush and, you know, the stuff that comes with that. So, so spontaneity has been on my mind for a while and, and, um, and managing it, um, I just, I don't know, try to stay in the moment and remember that I've been way worse off. And I, and I do have a therapist. I do have somebody I talk to outside of my family because this is hard enough on families. I mean, they live it with us and they have to, I mean, they grieve things they miss that they didn't get to have, that they, you know, the life they expected isn't what it became because of me being sick. So, so mm. that helps to be able to talk to someone mm. else. Yeah, I think family is a big part of it, isn't it? Like I, for me, it's like I, 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 I sometimes get lost in what I've lost, but like forget how much it's impacting like my my wife and my kids as well. It's it it sort of it envelops everybody, doesn't it? Chronic illness and ME, when you can't be the person that yep. you want to be, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you got any thoughts for other people that are going through sort of similar situation with, with sort of long-term chronic illness and, and, and the experience of, of grieving something? Because it, I think what's really hard is that there's no end to the grief, is there? Because it kind of comes in cycles and it it keeps coming back, whereas it's different going going through a process. Right. I, I did I, I did social work at uni and I remember doing about grief at university and, you know, there's sort of like this like set um, kind of different m- methods of kind of monitoring grief and cycles of grief that you kind of hopefully right, come to this right, sort of the place of healing. Denial and acceptance yeah, and all that yeah. stuff. Right. So, so yeah. Um, and, and sometimes it hits me out of the blue. I'll be doing fine and I think everything's fine. And the next thing I know, I am just overwhelmed by, mm. you know, the life I'm having to live and the, the, the things I've missed. So, so I, you know, it's just, well, it's the steps of grief. It's acceptance, you know, and then, but there's also anger. Oh my gosh, anger is a huge part of what I deal with. And mm. so that's whole part of my grief, you know, journey. And so I try to channel my anger into my advocacy and the stuff I do to, you know, support groups and stuff like that, just because that'll eat you up. Um, mm. I also remember it's not my fault. I mean, that's a huge thing, especially in a, you know, in a community where we look up and people are saying, you know, it's all your fault. It's just your attitude and all that stuff. It's like, no, I was fine mm. one day. I was <laughs> severely ill the next. This wasn't my fault. I caught something. This is, mm. you know, what what I have is something I caught because it was clearly it was it, it was straight down the line, looked like ME, enteroviral all the symptoms that and it was in august which is very typical of an enterovirus and 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 it was in the years that it was so this isn't my fault so for me that's a that's a big part of me coping with this and realizing that you know i'm doing awesome i'm doing the best Mm. i can considering what i've been put through so but yeah and then Mm. and that stuff still hits me upside the head and i gotta start over and it's like anger grief denial (laughs) Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. And like even acceptance goes through different phases, doesn't it? Like I know for me, like mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, yes, I can, like I'm having a good day. I'm just accepting this and, you know, things are all right. And then other days it's like, yeah, it, it goes back to the anger thing, doesn't it? So it's, I think it's like for all of us, making sure that we're aware that things will go through phases and that actually it's okay to yeah. feel those feelings. Um, yes. And hopefully we'll yeah. get back to that place of acceptance again where we're not sort of feeling angry at the world all the time because it it can drag you down as well can't it so yeah yeah. one of the other things I have and I've seen other people talk about this is having a toolbox for when I'm at my worst because we know how bad Mm. this can be and how it can just you know take us down physically and mentally and so I have like some things that I know that I need to do if I'm if I'm reaching a point of I just can't cope with the with the overwhelming the grief that you know the how hard it is so you know, I have my, my comfort shows and my comfort foods. And, and then I also have to be really, really strict when I'm in that state. So I know that if I've been eating too far outside of my safe zone foods, that a lot of that emotional stuff I don't cope with well because my body is shutting down. So, so yeah, again, having to be really careful in my, you know, but, but having some tools that, that make sure that I have some things that, 
make it so I remember that, you know, it's not my fault and it's okay and it will pass. It does get better. Mm -hmm. But when I'm in those bad spaces, it's really hard for someone to say to me, it's going to be better. It's like, yeah, really? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But over the years, you know, I've been doing this a long time. So, and the weight of the years, that's another thing that I don't think we talk a lot about for those who are, mm. you know, who have been doing this for decades. There's mm. a weight of that time. Mm. But, but it, you know, but across the board, it doesn't matter how long you're sick. It's hard. That's yeah. hard. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, thank you for joining us. And is there anything else that you'd kind of want to add on, on that topic before we go? No, other than thank you for bringing this up. Thank you for covering this topic, because I really don't think that um, we spend enough time talking to each other about how important it is to recognize that, you know, this isn't our fault. It's okay to grieve. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and and thank you for sort of like, yeah, raising those 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 issues just, just to affirm for ourselves and for others that it's okay. It's okay to to experience those feelings and and that it's okay to you know not not feel like actually um, you've got to come to a place of acceptance all the time because it's like an impossible thing. You sort of like you, you sort of chipping away at something that you, you're never going to kind of quite get get there because right. it, it comes in cycles. And I think it's important for us to remember that 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 when we're feeling angry or whatever, then that that's that's valid. And yeah, yeah, thanks for. For reminding us about that it's it's important so um colleen um uh runs you help facilitate some facebook support groups um do you want to briefly tell us about that before we go yeah i can do that so i have um a close uh, facebook group that's called meicc info and that group is actually um, organized to put out a lot of info sheets so i actually have like a index for info sheets i'll get you that link so that if people want to see what kind of info is available um, i have a public group that's meicc and other marginalized diseases so we have and i've had that group going over 10 years it's kind of morphed names but um uh, but it, it has fibromyalgia, um, long COVID, um, Gulf War illness, um, just a, a wide range of, of us who have some overlapping symptoms. We're not the same, but the overlapping mm. symptoms and, you know, just dealing with chronic illness. Um, and then I read a substack um, called uh, View from the Trenches of Myalgic Encephalomyelitis. And, and that's just a, it's just a play, place for me to like, share stuff I've learned, share current research, give some thoughts about what I think about what's happening in the in the community and in, in the research field. So, yeah, but mm, again, those are the things that like keep me coping yeah. because it yeah. feels like it gives me something that um, and I do what I can when I can. And that's enough. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot. And um, thanks. Uh, if people that. might want to check out your, your Substack, and um, yeah, maybe good to catch up again in the future. So thanks, Colleen. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go from here. So thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you.